Tú te vas a querer arrepentir si la trompeta suena Cuando en medio de la traco suena en la sirena Cuando dañen a mamá o tal vez a la nena Hey yo, what's up mi gente, this is Angel Lozano, that Messianic Hispanic And it's your brother Frank Marquez Yeah, 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 you don't know, now you're about to know That's us, that's Alfredo Almanza We are here live, um, well no, we're not live, we're recording we are uh, ready here to share another word with, Amen, with you guys. Amen. So we really don't have anything planned today. I know the first two, that uh, that was one of our audience members. <laughs> but um, actually, so um, uh, we don't really have anything planned for tonight. It's just we're going to see what the Spirit puts in us Amen. today. Amen. So uh, opening up here, I guess, um, anybody want to jump in on this? Go ahead. I want to start off. Let me just say uh, thank you for the comments that just came that came in that we were listening to earlier, um, and that was a big blessing because actually people are taking the stop because last time we talked about is the good soil, yeah. the seeds falling yeah. on and being planted and rooted in the Word of right. God and, and Christ Jesus also. So somebody commented on it and a sister commented on it and she, what she has said very touching because uh, you're kind mm -hmm. of wondering all the time if somebody really listening, somebody really examining yourself and all that. And figuring out, hey man, I gotta get right with God. You know what I mean? I, it's gotta be a change inside of me. So that's actually just saying, she's just saying, Anderson, I gotta stop, turn around, and go back to the Lord. Right. Because, you know, this is what I wanna do the best things for me, you know? So I was really grateful for that comment. And I hope there'll be more comments coming in. And uh, that way we know that who's listening out there, you know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. You know, uh, God is faithful that, not that you are slick, but that destiny. Had you to get away with the madness and sadness you've been a part of. You know, I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but there's a reason you're still breathing. He could have been let you yeah, go. Yeah, he yeah. could have been let you destroy yourself. A lot of times we'll be blaming the enemy, man. It's us that are sitting yeah. here blemishing our, 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 our future. Yeah. But you know what? That, day, that, that moment don't got to exist no more. It's on you, people. Amen. Amen. You know, so I've been... Uh, these past few weeks teaching about soil, teaching about gardening and how does your garden look? The Bible tells us about these fruits of the spirit that we're supposed to be pr producing. Once we accept Christ as our savior, once we have that belief in our heart, we've repented from our ways, which repentance, brothers and, uh, and sisters out there, is simply changing your mind, having a different mindset. This is repentance. See, it took me eight years as a, as a, as a Christian to really uh, actually to understand what repentance is. And so, and that's pretty sad because this is one of the first things Jesus tells us that we must do. Not that we have, or, or not that we might do it or it's okay. No, no, no. We have to do this first. You want to inherit the blessings of, of the Bible? First, repent. You want to inherit God's promises and his, and repent. You want to do it? Repent first. Repent. Change the way you think. Yeah. Eight years as a Christian, and I, I was never taught this. Going to all these churches, I was never told this. Transformation. Amen. 
renewing of the mind, right. renewing. When you come from yeah. a lifestyle like all of us here, we come from a, a lifestyle of street life. We come from a, a lifestyle of, of the ghetto, you know. And so, <laughs> yeah. because of that, you know, it, it was hard for for us to actually believe in this. We had to experience God, man. Not just hear about God. It wasn't enough to hear about God. We had to experience hell believe that. Yeah. to know what heaven really has for us, man. Hey, you know what, Andrew? I want to say too is that you know, for a man of God, let's just say for a man that's seeking after God and still seeking after the world, those words are very like not sitting for. You know, what I mean? oxymoron. It's 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 like oh no, you know what I mean? I don't want to hear that stuff because I'm not ready to loosen up the whole world and everything. I'm not ready to do this and do that. But I still want to serve God. I still want to go to church, but I still want to hang on to those things and have my fun. Well, you can't mix those two together. You know what I mean? The Bible says what it was in, in chapter three. If you read chapter three and chapter four, in uh, what begins the story begins in the Bible. It talks about how John sets the way, right? So the beginning of the Bible it says not the beginning of the Bible, but the beginning of John where he talks about this that uh, he comes to make the way for the Lord Jesus Christ and he's baptizing people and the Pharisees come up on the scene and everything else and he begins to start preaching and he says he says uh, uh, repent for the kingdom of his hand. He said, and ye show fruit of repentance. Show, show fruit of repentance. So if you begin to start reading those scriptures, they don't underline it says, not all are sons of God. Do not have the right to be called sons of God oh, until you have received what Jesus Christ into your as your Lord and Savior. And then ye have the right to be called sons of God. You know what I mean? So That's right. saying all that and everything else is that there's a lot of people that we were talking about earlier, there's a lot of people that you know that serving the Lord. And not really having that right to be called the sons of God. They have because you said talking about repentance. We're talking about repentance and everything. And uh as far as in repentance, you have it has to be like you said, it's an inward transformation that comes from the heart. They're just not words to be thrown around, they're not be words to say this, to say that, just to stop somebody from even telling you about Christ or anything, because I did something like that, you know. So that's why I said. When a man, when a person is once it comes to Jesus Christ or anything like that, and hearing those things, it's just like very unsetting because, you know, I still want to have fun. I still want to do this stuff and maybe not even do all the world, but I still want to hang on some things that I do love the best and still serve the Lord. So we talked about repentance and giving all this up with the Lord and it's called uh, removing some skin away from our heart. Yeah. Chopping some stuff away, you know what I mean? And the heart of our mind, the heart of the, you know, and giving it all to God. Setting ourselves apart for the Lord. We have to make the decision whether we're going to serve God all the way yes. or serve you? the devil all the way. Why because he you? said there's there's no ye or nay, but he's yes be ye. Let's your yeses be yes, your no be no's. You have to choose one. The Lord said, I'm waiting for you to choose one. He said, fresh water and salt water don't come out the same river. You have to have one of them. It's either going to be the fresh water or it's going to be the salt water. But you're going to have to choose one of them. Because when it comes before the Lord and standing before him, man, it's going to be some serious talk right there. You know what I mean? You know, I want to sit here and mention this, something that I that I, I bought up one day at the dollar store. And that's an eraser about as big as my hand. And it says, it says uh, 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 you know, to erase my mistakes. Man, partner, it ain't that easy, man. The thing is, man, that, you know, I hear a lot of saying, oh, man, I'm waiting on God. I, you know what? God's weight on us. Amen, yes. I want to sit here and talk about true Christianity. When these boys in the, in the Bible, they couldn't get it right for nothing. Mm -hmm. But yet God says, you know what? I'm going to send you to the nations. 
and you're gonna speak what I tell you to speak because I'm gonna put my word in your mouth. I'll tell you what, bro, I don't know where you're from, but a couple of margaritas, a couple of margaritas, you be acting a clown. But yet and, 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 and you go to church and you wanna be all, man, you know what? It's time to let it go. Gotcha. Whatever right. they did to you, man, you know what? I ain't saying that God sent it, but you know what? There's nothing wasted in the Lord Jesus Christ, man. I'm talking about real Christianity. When you make mistakes, and when you fall, yes, and yes, when you yes. say, sit here and say, you know what? Even though, even though they ain't who I want to be, the decision's on you. But the thing is, yeah. will you decide to be raised up? Amen. Yeah. yeah. You know, that reminds me, Brother Fredo and Andrew, is that let me tell you a story of a long time ago that happened to me, right? So, as a child growing in a Christian home, I was surrounded by God and everything. Right? You know, we, we all know that when God does something in you, He's going to complete it. Yes. No matter where you take your life, God's going to direct you right back to Him Man. and finish what He was doing. Right. Man. So one day, was my life ran it all the way down, doing all these worldly things and all that kind of stuff. I sat right in the car with my kids and everything, and we're at a light. Another car comes to my left hand side. I told you this story before, yes, right? Yes. And and it comes to my left hand side, and there's a kid in the back seat that I locked eyes with. Okay, and he's jumping up and down, not even going to see better or anything. I'm like, look at this little kid, man, you know. So he's looking at me and looking at me. And then all of a sudden, his door, as they swung around, his door fell open. The kid fell out the car and the car, the, the mom's car just kept going straight. But it was the car behind him that, that got him. So what happened, the kid, when he fell down, as soon as he fell down, he locked his eyes on me. He just steady, just staring at me, staring at me, right? So, and I'm looking at this kid and I'm like, my eyes on him too, you know? So the car behind him ran over, just literally folded his whole body around that tire. And by that time I jumped out and hit that car's fender and tried to get that kid out of there. And when I got him out, he wouldn't even touch, no bones were broken, no, no scratches or anything, right? But he was crying and crying for what was going on. But the whole time he just looking at me, you know? And then I'm like, damn, well, why was that kid just stuck looking at me? Well, there's a part I read in the Bible right to where Peter, Peter and Sizer was coming up to the church, the temple, and there was a man on the floor begging for alms. He said, he said, the money in the alms I don't have, but what I have is the name of Jesus. Yeah, I give you, right? I freely give. Yes, sir. Yeah, I freely give, right? So the Bible says he got up and the Lord healed him, got up and ran off, right? But in the scripture, he said, they locked eyes. Wow. They locked eyes. So the man locked his eyes on the spirit that Peter was walking in, that Paul and Sizer were walking in. So when he locked on to the spirit, it rose him up, gave him life again in those legs. And again, he was able to move. So the Lord said, tell me, he goes, Frank, he wasn't looking at you the whole time. He was looking at me. And I said, well, what do you mean, Lord? I said, what do you mean he was looking at you? I wasn't living the right life. Even though I went to church and tried to get right, I wasn't in right. I was still selling drugs. I was still doing drinking. I was still doing this. I was still doing that. I was still doing the cheating. I said, Lord, I wasn't faithful. I cursed you, God. I hated you for no reason. Amen. Why ah. would you even say that he was looking at you inside ah. of me? There's no righteousness inside of me. There's nothing. Destiny. He said, but my blood that was shed on the cross for you more than 2,000 years ago forgave you of your sins, your past, present, and future. Because I thought of you before you were on, when, when I was on that cross. Amen. He said, it wasn't your sins that he was looking at. It was the spirit of God that I poured inside of you that he stared. He said, in that right there, what I've begun in you, I'm going to fulfill it. So he was saying, brother, look, 
Stop worrying about how many sins you got in your life. Stop letting it hold you down. Yes, the Lord doesn't like sins. He turns back. To, he said, go and sin no more. Grace says that. Grace says, go and sin no more. So you possibly, you really can do it. But the thing is, it turn from sin, your evil wickedness, and turn to the Lord. But the thing is, as you says, a righteous man falls seven times and we get back. Rises up eight. Come on. So the thing is, it is how you get up. Seeking the Lord and keep going Every and time. keep going. This is a walk. This is the race, you know, and the race is meant to, you got to endure through this race. And there's a process of going through this race, you know, and as long as you keep getting back up, the Lord doesn't forgave your sins. Satan brings them right back up, says, hold you down. But the problem is that keep going towards the Lord, keep seeking God and let the spirit of God just rise out of you and just do what it needs to do. You know what I mean? And bring that fruit out. You know, a lot of people. They claim that I'm a doctor, I'm a mechanic, I'm a painter, I'm a carpenter, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an electrician. Who you are, your identity is found in your calling. Yes, yes, yes. So therefore, if, if a man be discombobulated or, or, or boy of peace, the Bible says that he whose eyes have stayed on me. Yeah. You know, Bible speaks of he who dwells in a secret place shall abide. God will sit here and put you in a place to where you just can't be taken out. But it all depends on the choices you make. Yes, if you're going to suffer yes, more yes. or you're going to wait till late. What if you don't make it till mm. later? Come on, man. What if after the Broadcast, broadcast, whatever you want to call it. What if it ends with a home invasion? What if it ends with a road rage? But yet you had your chance five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five months ago, five years ago. You know, what if you could sit here and gamble all you want? But in Christ Jesus, there's a place that the enemy can't do what he wants to do. But the thing is, baby, when you keep on playing with your life yeah man amen definitely got to be a stop there how do y'all know that i used to be locked up for complete uh, for quite a few years but within years there's one thing that's always stuck to me brother andrew i uh this guy had just got into an argument with another man mm. and he walks to the restroom mm. i guess the argument was so heated but he walked to the restroom go watch his face and then he turned around and he fell right down the ground dead Wow. You know what I mean? So you never know what's going to happen the next minute, the next second. You know, I'd I, I like to add to that for a second before we go. Uh, there are two brothers that I met, we met, been able to share with them, see them laugh, see them cry, see them go through some changes. And both these men have prophetic names. And yet both of them have life sentences behind a decision yeah. that they could have walked away from. Because they were both exposed to the word, the living word that causes miracles to happen, that raised the dead, that healed the sick and gave sight to the blind. But yet they placed themselves in the enemy's garden. And now they're facing life and double life sentences. When they were, they had freedom, but something happened. The enemy 
Peyton painted himself as something that he wasn't and hypnotized their minds. Yeah, and yet they're no longer with us in this free walking world. You know, the Lord told me a while back, you know, being that 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 that, that man that I'm sitting next to and I myself have been incarcerated for, for a mad amount of years, you know, that 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 the Lord told me, Oh, you didn't minister the word, you belong to me. But you're gonna wear what you wanna wear, or you're gonna wear white. But either way, you're gonna tell people about who I be, who I am, and who I've always been. Man, yeah. And the decision is yours. What you're gonna be eating, what you're gonna be wearing is on you because they'll put you in a place that you don't wanna be. If the wrong thing crosses your mind and you put it in your pocket to do it, it's on you, baby. Whatever you decide, both kingdoms are waiting on you to move. Amen. 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 And both kingdoms will come up on you and make things happen. It's on you, people. Brother, there's a, there's a scriptures in the Bible. Also, I want to bring this story up because God's bringing it from my memory. Um, there's two houses. Go ahead. One that was been on the sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one been on the foundation. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Those two houses two. went through the same, same storm. storm. Went through the beating. Oh, went through, boy. The went flood, through the tearing down. The tornadoes. Went through the cutting. The rejections. Everything. The woundedness. Yay, come on. And they yet, both went through the trial. Yet, there was a kingdom. Come another on. Yes. kingdom. Yes. Both of them had plans. Yes. One of them was going to prevail. One of them is, yeah. What line are you going to get into? So, to say that, uh, Brother Andrew, love you. we have to make a decision. We all. We have to make a decision. We all. Hey, listen, we're on life support right now. We all. The plug is going to be pulled. We all. And you need to make a decision. Amen. You got to choose life. Amen. Or you got to choose death. Amen. If you ain't going to choose, somebody's going to choose it for you. Spiritual dialysis. <laughs> look, man, look deep. Deep within you right now. Now. Look deep, deep within you. N-O-W. And pull out from the bottom, the pits of your heart. The pit. And cry out. He hears you. God, will you help me? He hears Amen. you. Remember me, Lord. No matter what, he hears you. Remember me. He ain't mad at you. He ain't tripping. God loves thugs. Yeah. Come on. If he didn't, we wouldn't be here. Come on, man. Hey, he's... The Lord's waiting. Oh, hey, uh, uh, you don't understand, homie. Uh, I'm waiting on God. God's waiting on Y-O-U. Come on. Well, guess what? Will oh, you, what, no, will you gamble? Number one thing, too, that I hear also, me and God has a special relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. That God don't cute. show favoritism. That sounds cute. But uh, no. uh, cute ain't going to work right now. No. Look at cute this, ain't going to work right now. The worst is if you deny me before my before people, I will deny you before my father. Man, don't do that, man. man. Don't do that. Nah. Don't do that, man. Don't black body sell. Bad enough the world doing it to you. You know what, man? I, you know what? You can sit here and walk on glass all you want to, man. But the real danger is showing up and not having Jesus, man. Amen. Come on, baby. I want yourself a favor. I want to play this clip for you guys from one of our uh, segments here. Jesus. Unwanted rough places. And there was a comment left here 
from one of our uh, listeners here. And I, I want you guys to do the same. If you're being touched by this broadcast, by what's going on here, show us. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Leave a comment. And be a voice. Be a voice, exactly. And we'll play it on here on one of our episodes here. But uh, this is a comment I want to play for you guys. And you guys can go on, on our segment here, Unwanted Rough Places, and, and, and hear it again. But I want to sh show you guys this little clip here. <laughs> well, we're going to get the clip in the mirror. <laughs> it's all right. I ain't mad at you. Oh, man, that was that was perfect for me. You know, I what I took from the podcast right now of hearing you and Frank speak, it was my soil. My soil. I need to fix that. I need to get into the word. I need to get into the book, you know, because I could go to church. I could talk to people, but my soil is not right. You know what I mean? I need to get back into the word. So, but thank you guys. I appreciate it. Keep keep them coming. I'll keep putting it out there and, and spreading the word. But I'm going to fix my soil first. Amen. Amen. If you don't like where you're at, do something about it, champion. <laughs> Amen. Brother said it good. Guys, hey, you all have a wonderful night. Amen. Wonderful day. Amen. Wherever you are in life, man. It's all around you. Reach into the bottom of your heart. That's right. Cry out. That's right. He, he will listen. He will yes, hear Lord. your heart. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But pull it out from the pits of your heart. Be a voice. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sweet.